Hi, everyone. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Murder on Tap. We're your hosts, Allie and Jose. This is episode six of Murder on Tap. Welcome. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Here we are yet again, another week, another beer, and another true crime. Uh, first and foremost, we want to thank all of our subscriber, uh, subscribers. Can't talk today. Can't talk ever, can I? <laughs> sometimes. No, not sometimes. Like all the time. Thank you to all of our subscribers, all of our followers. Thank you for listening. I don't know. That's it. This is pretty cool. This is awesome. We went from three listeners to a whole lot more. Yeah, we got six. <laughs> no, we That's have more than that, part. but we appreciate you guys. Uh, totally. We hope this is as interesting to you guys as it is for us. And that's fun. It is. Yeah. That's it. So how's your day going, Jose? My day's all right. It's uh, towards the end of the night where I'm from. It is. We recorded a little bit later today. We were supposed to have this out early, and we didn't. That was our fault. It was a busy weekend. But that's okay. We're going to bring you something good this week. Yeah, we're here, so. It'll be fun. Luckily, it's a short week this week. Uh, Just one more day of work struggling through it but that's okay we're almost there and it's fourth of july on thursday that it is and uh for a lot of you well maybe for most of you you guys get friday off so that makes it a four-day weekend and if you don't sucks to be you (laughs) yeah we're just kidding you should have taken it off we'll drink for you yes we will drink for you let us know who's working so we could get that many more beers yes we need the right amount, or else it just doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't seem fair to everybody. No, not at all. <laughs> How's your day going, by the way? Not too shabby. Shabby-libby-libby. Um, I don't know. It's a boring week. It's just, I don't know. My dad's leaving out of town on Friday, and just getting ready for that. Out of town? Out of the country? I mean, out of the country. That's true. I'm a nervous wreck. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know he's going to be okay and it'll be good. So I have nothing to worry about. I know. He knows what he knows. He knows what to do. Yeah, I mean, technically he is going to a country where they're all speaking the same language as he is. So that's kind of cool. There you go. So I have no worry, but um, you still worry. He's like my child. Of course. That's your father. (laughs) My (laughs) father-in-law. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Do we plan on any, doing anything for 4th of July? I don't know. The usual. Barbecue a little bit and check out some fireworks. fireworks. That's about it. I mean, I love 4th of July because of the fireworks, but honestly, it's like, that's about it. Yeah, it's too much of a hassle to go anywhere. You gotta get up early to go to the beach or else you're stuck in traffic. Yeah, and then if it's not hot enough and it's overcast, we did that one year, remember? Yeah. It was like completely overcast. It was like great shit we couldn't even see anything i think we saw the fireworks on our way back home off the freeway yeah and that was a very good view (laughs) yeah it was it was like eight different fireworks going off at the same time yeah well people will pull uh, well people were pulled over on the side of the freeway because they had the best view of anywhere (laughs) hey yeah but i'm sure it's gonna be hot it's been very hot around here so yeah no doubt all of a sudden we do you remember when we talked about summer coming back with vengeance a couple episodes back? Oh, I don't even think it's back with a vengeance. Yeah, not yet. even. Yeah, because like right after that, it was like cold, 
for like another week and then all of a sudden it became 80 degrees yeah we're still waiting for that 110 degree weather oh i'm not and it's coming hopefully not good with a vengeance terrible (laughs) so that's that do you want to get started certainly lovely tell us what our beer of the week is the beer of the week by jose this is the racer five racer five it is um a beer brewed by the bear republic brewing company they are an american brewery microbrewery sorry located in cloverdale california california is a very popular place for ipas yeah it is and we seem to be a been picking quite a few that are within California. Well, you know, they're good. What and in you? case you haven't noticed by now, we're major IPA fans. Uh, we will eventually venture, venture out to, like, Stouts and Pilsners, Lagers, and all of them, but we're going to give you some of our favorites for starters. Yes, and maybe we could get you into a new beer, and maybe you could tell us what to try out. Yes, yeah, send us, again, Gmail. Murder on tap at gmail.com. Send us your favorite beers. We'd love There's to try them. Instagram also. You could jump yes. in our DMs. Murder on tap. Jump or slide. I guess it's slide. You slide in or our you DMs. Or you can hop. <laughs> uh-huh. You could hops <laughs> into our DMs. That was good. <laughs> We're going to put it on a shirt. <laughs> um, yeah. So this company was established by the Norgrove family in 1995. Norgrove. Norgrove. That reminds me of Norwal. I know it's not the same, but still. Yeah, I think that's a... <laughs> it's a whale. <laughs> whale compared to a person. Person's last name. Um, the brewery, the brewer master was Richard G. Norgrove. From the Norgrove family. From the Norgroves. Yeah. They, say, uh, they refer to the name of the Bear, uh, Bear Republic Brewing Company... To be, <clears throat> excuse me, that was they were named by um, because of the 1846 Bear Flag Revolt. It sounds like a revolt happened in 1846 hmm. about a flag with a bear on it. <laughs> uh, bear Republic was named Small Brewing Company and Small Brewing Company Brewer of the Year in 2006 at the Great American Beer Festival. Hmm. Which sounds like a pretty big deal. Sounds like it. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to eventually join that one day. Yeah, it says Great Check American, and festivals always seem fun, especially if there's beer around. Hell yeah! Not these little crummy festivals where there's no beer and all they sell you is caramel apples and sell you tickets to jump into rides that are cost like two fifty each. I mean, and you still I... need four tickets to ride the Ferris wheel. <laughs> You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't think I've been to anything like that in so long. Yeah, but it leaves a scar. I'm sure. So it seems like it. I'm okay. Do you want to talk about no, it? No, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, just leave me alone. We'll leave that for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just took a sip of beer. Um, bear, Bears, number one selling product is the Racer 5, which is today's drink. Which is an Indiana Pale Ale. India Pale Ale, sorry. I get those confused a lot. Indiana Pale Ale and India Pale Ale. I don't blame you. I think it's because <clears throat> once you say India, you kind of start thinking Indiana because it's in the United States, maybe? Yeah, 
Or maybe it just rolls off the tongue easier with the word pale ale afterwards, after it. Who knows? Um, the Racer 5 is has accounted for about three quarters of the company's 2009 sales. So it's a pretty big seller for them. I believe it. I see it almost everywhere I go. Well, as far as like grocery stores and stuff like that, or um, uh, places they sell they sell beer and yeah, they have them. They have on draft now. They have them. You know, you could ask for one behind the counter of a bar. Yeah. Um, some other beers by Bear Republic include Big Bear Black Stout, Hop Rod Rye, and Greenhouse Lager, which is a Czech style pilsner. I don't think I've ever seen any of those. I have not even heard of any of those. Yeah, I haven't either. But maybe we'll try them out one day. Hopefully. Hopefully we'll come across them soon. Yeah. Let's, let's, we'll count on that one. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, so the Racer 5. Let's go into the details of uh, what's you know what's kind of in it. What makes it it. Let's. Um, it is a full-bodied, hoppy IPA brewed with wheat, malted barley, and crystal malts. I don't think I've heard of a beer made with crystal malts. Mm-hmm. That's a first for me. Yeah, I'm picturing actually like sugar crystals. I can only imagine. But malty, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the malt base is designed to highlight the unique floral qualities which are in the Columbus and Cascade hops that are in it, which are from the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. So many hops, so many names, so many flavors. Truly. The Scorpion Bowl last week had hops, different types of hops that made it taste like it had um, orange and stuff like that in it. It tasted like fruits were inside of it. Right. But it was made with no fruits. All right. hops, just different types of hops. And side note, we found, sorry to get off topic from the Racer 5, but we found six packs of the Stone Scorpion Bowl IPA, actually at Rouse, for like twelve ninety nine. So, Which is not bad, not a bad price for stones, actually. No, not at all, at least not for a six pack of that deliciousness. No, and you could recycle and save the environment. Yes. And make some money out of it. Exactly. About 28 cents. <laughs> Hey, it's better than nothing. Depending on where you go, actually. Yes. Um, it might be higher than it is in California. I don't know. Yeah, it depends on your state. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, the Racer 5 is one of the U.S.'s most medal-winning IPAs. It has gold medals, silver medals across so many different festivals, beer cups, a beer world cup, American, Great American Beer Festival. It's... You know, it's very, very popular. Even though it's only been around since 1995. I mean, that's still a pretty good run. Yeah. Since 1995 and have all those awards behind it. That's what a beer company wants and that's what they got. Um, Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention, I am a little sick. And my throat is, uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but my, my voice is a little bit weird. I noticed. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I would hope so. We'd live together. 
hope um, so. I'm taking care of you. Yes, I noticed. <laughs> oh, yeah, you are. That's true. Um, yeah, so if you hear a little scratch or a little 15-year-old puberty sound, that's me. That's not Allie. <laughs> um, yeah, a side note, sorry. I just had to mention it because I feel myself kind of pushing out there. But if my voice sounds deep, it's because I have a sore throat. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let's continue. I got off of top uh, off of the topic. So as usual, like I always say every week, my beer is out of a glass. I mean, my my beer is out of a bottle. Allie's beer is poured into a glass. Yes. And for what I could see, from what I could see in her glass, it is a golden dark color. Yes, a beautiful golden. Golden bronze. Golden bronze. I like that. I was going to go for orange, but I like bronze. You get first and third place. Yes. In one cup. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you smell it? I did. It has a hint of citrus. Citrus? Like orange almost. Uh, anything else? Something, but I can't put my finger on it. Or you can't put your nose on oh, it. Oh, yes. Yeah. My nose. You might be smelling uh, a piney scent. Mm-hmm. Citrusy scent. There we go. And maybe a little, like, earthy, grassy scent. Like, you know, like, when you cut a fresh lawn of grass? Fresh lawn full of grass? That natural smell? Of nature. Yes. Could be. That's what I got out of it, at least. Mm-hmm. And that's just out of a little bottle hole. Bottle hole. And, of course, you can't not smell the hops. Yeah. <clears throat> not too much, but it's there. As it is with any IPA. Um, it is not overly bitter or too hoppy. Not bitter at all. I'm like, I mean, it's not comparable to last week's Scorpion Bowl, but it's, when you drink, to me, I've had this in a glass and out of the bottle, and I feel like it's always, uh, that goes for anywhere, actually, I should say. I feel like it's always a little bit more bitter when you drink it out of a glass, I'm sorry, out of a bottle, Um, just because the residue kind of lingers within the bottle, so you, you know what I mean? Maybe because it's been in there the whole time. It yeah. sits in there, yeah. Absolutely. I get what you're saying. But when you pour it in a glass, honestly, for me, it's extremely smooth right now. Mmm. Maybe I should start drinking out of a glass. Not. <laughs> um, their own. Yeah, it's actually very smooth for a 7.5 ABV. Just a quick quiz. What is ABV? Um, oh, wait, wait. You asking me? No. Well, yes. <laughs> Is it alcohol by volume? You are correct. No, right. You win. I win. Collect $100. <laughs> I need my $100, sir. And the IBU is 75. Do you know what that one means? Um, the International... Mm-hmm. Girl... You got it. Oh, yeah. I've been listening. Double your money. 
You have actually been listening. <laughs> wow. That's great. Now we have seven followers. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, for 7.5, is very smooth. And uh, the reason behind that is because the malt balances out all the flavors of hops and, and all the different wheats and the yeast in there. It's just one big conglomerate of flavors and one prize-winning beer. It's a great combination of flavors, let me tell you. It is a golden bronze winning combination. It's nice to jump back to Racer 5 once in a while, you know, to take a break from the Lagunitas that we always drink. Yeah, you don't want to go too hard all the time. No, not at all, but I mean, just the fact that it's like 7.5 and amazing. Yeah, it's um, another thing that I like to do every week. Well, it's only been like two weeks, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) But it's food pairings. What does this beer go with as far as foods? Tell us, Jose. Out in the world. What Or at least in California. What foods does this beer complement? This beer complements spicy foods. I can see that. I can see that. It'll be nice and refreshing and just... Yeah, you know, if sometimes it's too spicy, you take a sip, it calms that spice, Mm. and then you take another big spice hit to the mouth, and you go, I'm going to get another Racer 5. Man. Now I just want some spices. Brand the kisser. <laughs> <laughs> it also goes goes good with aged cheddar. I wouldn't think of drinking a beer with cheese. I mean, like a imagine it like with like a like a macaroni and cheese, like an aged cheddar oh, macaroni and cheese, maybe like a spicy macaroni and cheese. You know what I mean? I thought I with thought, jalapenos. Oh, okay. We're, you're, mm. now we're now we're getting into a new podcast. Beer and cheese. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, in my head, there was a me drinking a Racer 5 and chewing down on a big block of cheddar cheese, <laughs> which I don't think that's how you're supposed to be doing it. But that's Imagine just me. you just have <laughs> you're just, just a giant <laughs> block of cheese in your hand. You don't even bother to cut it. Yeah, it's just a big wheel of cheese. and <laughs> You know what that reminds me of? Do you remember that episode of... Uh, of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where Charlie's, like, nervous because he's supposed to go on a date or an interview or something. <laughs> <laughs> where he's supposed to be a philanthropist, but he can't remember how oh. to say it, and he keeps calling himself a full-on rapist. Hey, I'm a full-on rapist. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, sidetrack, but anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> last but not least, poultry and seafood. I see that. Maybe with seafood. I like. I prefer seafood. Maybe with some some shrimp. A nice little thing of shrimp cocktails. Maybe some, some nice lobster. Ooh. And butter. Crab legs. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, crab legs. Speaking more of a food podcast than beer. Oh my goodness! I just <laughs> thought about crab legs. Don't don't think about it. And poultry. Poultry could just mean anything. You could. Have some chicken, have some Absolutely. turkey. You can make it into a sandwich. You can have it just bare. Well, not bare. For you Spanish imagine. people, you can have some godornices. Mm, that? I think godornices is quail. Oh. If I'm not wrong. If I'm wrong, let us know. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, this beer is, uh, well, yeah, this beer is sold in six packs, 12 packs. They're also sold in what we're drinking right now, 22-ounce bottles. 
in Ali's case, 22-ounce beer cup. But well, I mean, my cup's not 22 ounces, well, but yeah, I'm pouring it into a cup. Yeah, it's more like a 14, but... Do you remember how much we bought these for? These were about... I forget. Six ninety nine. I think so. Yeah, they're not too bad. They also but have that's the six also pack. on yeah. sale too. Yeah, the six you could probably get a six pack for like eleven bucks, twelve bucks. Yeah, that's which probably right. would have been better for us to do, but they didn't have them there at the time. No, but that's okay. So you know, it, it, it's good. We each get our own twenty two ounce. Each drink a beer and three quarters, hmm. or something like that. Um. Yeah, it's sold. Uh, like I said, it's sold in those different. Different varieties, and it's also on tap at your local brewery or your local bar. You just got to make sure you walk into the right one. Because not everybody has them, but, you know, it is very popular, so they might have them there. Right. Yeah. So I think that does it for my beer of the week selection. Great selection. Uh... Is it, though? I think it is. I love Racer 5. I love falling back on Racer 5 every once in a while. Just because we drink a lot of Lagunitas, and it's just nice to step out of it. And just considering the fact that it's within our um, percentage range. Yeah, we usually like to do a 6.7 to a (laughs) (laughs) 10.0. Not even 6.7. I don't think we go anything less than 7 if it's... No, well, what is it? The Lagunitas, the regular one, is like 6.7, 6.8. Yeah, but when but was yeah, the last we... time we drank the regular Lagunitas? <laughs> Sunday. Exactly. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't buy it. It was bought. <laughs> yeah, it was. we drank it because it was there. But regardless, we love it. Shout out to Armin. <laughs> Thanks for the IPAs. I'm getting sidetracked on Lagunitas. This is about Racer 5. Yeah, Racer 5. Thank you, Jose. That was great. I'm happy we covered that. Racer 5 is one of my favorites. I've been drinking it for a long time. It's an oldie but a goodie for us. Always. But just like the name says, Racer 5 doesn't mean get in a car and drink these. No, of course not. You should never drink and drive. Never drink and drive, you guys. Do not. Always have a designated driver or call yourself an Uber or a Lyft. You know what I mean? It's yeah, not worth that's, it. That's why they're there for. Don't take the chance. You need a gift card? Let us know. We might get you one. If you spell out the word. No. Oh, God. Here we no, go with the spelling. No, I couldn't come up with one. You just offer people gift cards? <laughs> what did just happen? No, we just try to find the free ride. <laughs> the first free ride and then All we'll right, give them I'll, that. I'll do that. I'll, listen, we'll pay you for your ride. Just don't get in the car whatever yeah, don't, don't do it don't drive well thank you thank you that was uh informative lovely. indeed always informative it was great so i guess it's my turn it is your turn yay do we have an interesting case coming oh up? we sure do we what? have a very interesting um story this week i've been Whoa. I've been reading, or not reading, I've been, um, the past couple episodes have been more about, um, adults committing crimes. Uh Uh-oh. For this week, we're gonna flip it a little bit. Uh Uh-oh. Yes. Um, yeah, so. So does this mean it's kids? Yeah. Or a child? Not really a child, but like more of a teenager, but Uh let me... Let me get into it, and I will 
and I will explain that for you. All right, I'm ready to listen. All right. Okay, so this week I'm covering Federico Cruz and his pretty brutal murder of David Crawford. David yes. Crawford. Yes, get ready. So, in 2012, um, a specific case called Miller versus Alabama was a U.S. Supreme Court case in, we, in which the court held that mandatory sentences of life without the possibility of parole is unconstitutional for juvenile offenders. What does this mean? Authorities must look beyond the facts of the crimes, even those with the most tragic outcomes, to see the growth and potential rehabilitation of the individuals before them. Therefore, meaning, if a child can be rehabilitated, then they cannot be sentenced to life without parole. Just to recap, uh, Miller versus Miller versus Alabama is not my story, but this is just um, an idea of where this kind of where this all stems from, and Federico Cruz and his case. Uh, and just to give you a little background, Miller versus Alabama uh, was about Evan Miller, who was a fourteen-year-old who pretty much robbed and beat his neighbor to death. Ouch. Do your research on your own. Check it out. You'll. Um, You'll get some interesting findings from him. So, okay, so this brings us to uh, April 29th, 1996, when Jose Cruz contacts the Sparta police, which is in Michigan, um, and reports his son, Federico Cruz, uh, commenting that he may have committed the murder of 17-year-old David Crawford. Oh, wait, I thought this was an older person. No. I thought this 14-year-old went off on somebody older. No, no, I think I confused you. Sorry, no, the 14-year-old has nothing to do with it. That was just the beginning. I'm trying to... You'll see what I mean. That was the parole part about a underage... You'll see. Okay. I- I'll get there for you. So, no, um... <laughs> David Lee Crawford, the victim... Uh, had been living at a center that specialized in treating teenagers with emotional problems, uh, and he'd been living there since he was about 14 years old. Uh, In April of 1996, he pretty much disappears from the Troubled Youth Center, and ironically, he comes across Federico Cruz. Federico. Federico or Federico? Federico. No Fred. No, Fed. Federico. So Federico uh, was close to his residence when he happens to notice Crawford walking down the railroad tracks by his house. Hmm. This is in Michigan. He approaches him and he asks if he can bum a smoke. Cigarettes. Yes. I, I don't think I mentioned this in the beginning either, but Federico is 16 at this time and David Crawford is 17. So, uh, shortly after they have a smoke together, Federico turns to him and he goes, Hey, I've seen some marijuana plants growing in the woods. You want to go check them out? What? And David's like, yeah, cool. Let's, let's go check them out. For sure, bruh. Bruh. 
So they come up to the plants, they're looking at them and blah, blah, blah. And um, so Crawford... They're just, they're just staring at them? Like, yeah, I guess. I mean, they're just looking at them. They're teenagers, you know what I mean? Like, how excited, excited were you have been yeah. to have seen, like, wild marijuana plants growing or whatever it was? True, yeah. So I guess at some point, David steps on one of the plants and ends up crushing it. And Federico... Pretty much loses it. What? Yes. And this is where it begins. He starts beating him. Like, beating, kicking him in the head. And this is just before he crushes his windpipe just from stepping on his throat. This is because he stepped on a weed plant? Yes. He's like, hell no, you just, you can't do that. And he ends up killing him over this. Um, Federico leaves the scene, returns back about 10 hours later, only to, can you guess? Steal the weed plants? No, to cut off Crawford's head. What? Oh, I'm like, why didn't yes. you, you tell me these things before we talk <laughs> because about them? Because I can't. Them? I can't tell you because you won't want to hear it. Jesus. <laughs> I'm talking about a delightful beer and you're <laughs> chopping people's heads off. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't. Oh, my I, goodness. This is. We do this late at night. I'm not going to be able to sleep. Somebody. <laughs> help. <laughs> help. Come on. So following the beheading, he also removes. Crawford's heart. Come on. And his spinal cord. Okay. Who who is this? An autopsy guy in the making? No, bud. In following his decapitation and his removal of his um, organ, he props his body up against a tree and he takes the severed head home. For what? Oh, you'll see. Oh, my goodness. I guess you'll say, I should say you'll hear. So, Federico gets home. He sets up a video camera. Oh, my goodness. He turns up some loud, heavy metal music. And he begins to mutilate the head, which he calls Eddie, by the way. He completely changes the guy's name. He calls him Eddie. Um, oh man, I, I I don't even know where to start. Yeah, he pretty much like butchers. He uses a butcher's knife to cut up the head, and he removes the brain. Wait, does he cut the eyebrows? Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Reference to last week. <laughs> Let's. I mean, I don't know. Um, he calls his video the murder show. Wait, he made a video about this? Yes, he videotapes himself, like, mut- mutilating this head, oh, this decapitated goodness. head, and just, like, whatever he's doing to it. Um, and, of course, like the dumbass that he is, he decides to show his friends. That's, yeah, that's, um, that's a smart fella right there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fart, fart smeller. <laughs> <laughs> So, not even a week goes by when one of his friends, uh, one of his friend's fathers, I'm sorry, one of his friend's fathers contacts the p- 
police and Federico's father to let them know that this videotape pretty much exists and he's turning it in. They, As you should. Yeah. Yeah. Truly, at least should. somebody spoke up about it. You know what I mean? Like one out of mm. how many friends he had? Yeah, as I'm not really? sure exactly how many people he showed the video to, but at least they were smart enough to go tell somebody about it. Wow. So Federico's arrested, and um, he claims that he basically committed the murder because it was a, supposed to be a sacrifice to Satan. And oh my god, you gotta fucking tell me this stuff. What do you? I mean, oh, what do you Christ. want me to tell you? This is what he said, not me. This is supposed to be an enjoyable podcast, and now you're bringing <laughs> shit like this into it's it. A true crime podcast. Oh my goodness! If you guys are listening, I'm sorry. I can't control yes, her. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> not my fault. I'm. I can't control what she I'm says. I'm truly sorry for all the gruesome details. It's just this just part of the case. I. I need another beer. <laughs> <laughs> So, aside from it being a sacrifice to Satan, quote-unquote, he claims that he had been hearing um, demonic voices coming from a poster that's hanging on his wall. And it didn't really specify what kind of a poster, but I can only imagine if he's listening to, like, heavy metal and stuff like that. It's probably something related to that. Actually, I shouldn't pinpoint it just heavy metal, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it could have been some kind of, like, pop singer or something. Yeah, totally. And there was a reference that I came across uh that said eddie the head which is what he called the decapitated uh which is what he called david's decapitated head they said it was a reference to an iron maiden song eddie the yep right it's uh what's it that big zombie guy they have eddie yes exactly so that's i think that's oh shit i just got the goosebumps on my leg well just on one of my legs (laughs) <laughs> Not even my whole body, my left, or maybe, no, never mind. My left leg is numb. Sorry. <laughs> so, aside from hearing the voices, he claims that he can communicate with demons. And just, that's it. That That's about it. He just has these not so, not so great thoughts in his mind, and... He has superpowers. Yeah, no, he, I don't think that's, I don't think that's it. Um... In 97, Federico is convicted of first-degree murder and sentenced to mandatory life in prison. At the time, Federico says he felt no remorse and he pretty much just acts like he doesn't care, but... After the sentence was upended when the U.S. Supreme Court struck down the mandatory for juveniles, Federico states he felt remorseful and couldn't believe what he had done. Of course, after the fact. Of course. Where he knows he wasn't big shit. And this is much later when he's older. And the reason why I am why I brought up the whole Miller versus Alabama is because... What happens is what happened was um, the U.S. Supreme Court goes back on a lot of these um, cases that have juveniles that committed these crimes, these heinous, heinous crimes, and they basically want to hear their story again, and they want to know if they're um, eligible to be out 
If they could change. Yes, if they could change. If they will. If they have changed. And if they are able to be out in society without having to commit another crime. Right. Of this nature. Right. And again, Federico Cruz is now 39 years old. Well, he might be 40 now. But he Federico. talks about how he's remorseful and he can't believe that he put his family through it. Most of all, he took this child away from his mother and he just wants a second chance. Well, you get a lot of time. He had a lot of time in there to deal with that. Not deal with the guilt, but have that guilt inside of him. Yeah, absolutely. And that replaying I mean, in his mind. I mean, day. then again, it doesn't make up for what yeah, he I'm not, did. Yeah, I'm not saying I feel sorry for the guy. I'm just saying it just, you think about a lot when you're stuck in the cell for 20, And I mean, and aside days, from him being in the, and aside from being in the cell for so long, he had a really messed up past. He, um, he was just causing a lot of trouble. There was like instances where he was, um kind of hurting animals and oh, committing uh, a lot of like petty crimes like stupid shit like that just as a teenager you know what i mean well that's just, that's what they say the first signs are when you start yeah hurting animals and killing animals Being and it's dropped on your head and stuff like that <laughs> what yeah it's true it's one of the things damn yeah and in court the videotape was so brutal that they didn't even bother showing his murder show they didn't even bother showing it to the jury why would you put that in people's heads well because it's part of a trial and they have to show these kinds of things maybe if you put like pictures instead of actual video that's that is oh i'm sure they showed the pictures as well but but they didn't they end up not showing the video um i was gonna walk away when you were talking about it oh but i know the listeners we're wondering, is Jose going to walk away? <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I got to stay here for you guys. I got to be strong. Thank you, Jose. Every week, that's what we that's what we strive for. Is Jose going to walk away this week? Yeah, I think what gonna... you strive for is I'm going to try to make <laughs> Jose walk away. Because I talk about this crazy shit. I mean, listen, it fascinates me. I don't know what to say. It sucks. I feel terrible for these victims and what they went through and their families. But it's just so... I'm not saying it's not fascinating. It is fascinating. It's, it's just mind blowing. It's mind blowing. Just it's just you gotta give me a heads in, up. I'm not gonna give you a heads up. That takes away from the whole story. You're drinking the beer that I pick you're every week. Regardless, you're not you gonna want to listen to my brutal, gruesome you, story. You can't give me a hint at least. <laughs> Trust me, you don't want a hint prior to this. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I yeah, my, yeah. So November of 2018. Um, Oh, this recent? Yes. No, no, no. Hold on. So, 96 is when the murder was committed. He was convicted. He's yes, in jail. He's in jail. And 2000 is t- in 2012 was when the U.S. Supreme Court decided to do this whole ruling about the juveniles and their mandatory sentencing of life parole mm-hmm. to rethink it. And um, so, he gets resentenced. He, he gets his case he, looked over again. Yes. He gets a chance to have his... Uh, he gets a chance for resentencing, basically. So, in November of 2018, not too long ago, not even like eight, nine months ago, um, the sentencing judge ruled the savage butchery of the crime and the history of the antisocial behavior 
precluding him from ever leaving prison. Well, that sounds pretty reasonable. Yeah, so Federico Cruz is still in jail and will be serving a life sentence. Um, and it just sucks because David Crawford's family has to go through this again and they have to go to court and they have to see That's everything true. and they have to yeah. hear everything and they have to relive it. But the reality of it is Federico Cruz is not getting out. And all of this for some marijuana plants. All for some marijuana plants. Not even weed. <laughs> Not even weed. It wasn't even just ready. It's just the plant. And for all we know, it probably wasn't even his plant. So it's like. Oh, I'm sure they weren't. If he says, hey, I know where these things are out, out by a, what? By a railroad track? Railroad right. track? He's like, come on. The Great Rapids in Michigan. Great Rapids in Michigan. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so... That was quick but brutal. Very, um... It's like a stomp to the trachea. <laughs> you mean to the windpipe, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's, uh, that's what happened, so... That's wild. So wait, let me recap. You said he stomped on his windpipe, which is his esophagus, his mm-hmm. neck. Suffocates he... him. First he beats him. Beats oh. him. Oh, let me also. Add oh, this. there's more. Okay, I might be having to walk away now. Also, in addition, so when the cops pretty much found the body, just sitting by the swamp, slumped over, with no head, with no head, it had. It yeah. also showed uh, signs of stabbing. It had over like 17 stab wounds to the back and the front, and um, yeah. So, were. Wow, you can't even know. You don't even know if the stabbings were after or before. Oh no, they were after. So you chopped they the head were off. Impacted after. You yes. took out a heart. Did you say you he took out his spine? He took out his heart and he took out his spine. He carved out his spine. He carved out his spine. So that means this guy was jello. Pretty much. Had no heart. Had no head. Stabbed him afterwards. Yeah. Oh, you're trying to make sure he was done. I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was done after he was decapitated, oh, but it's, just... It's like a checking the turkey if it's finished. <laughs> that was a bad one. That was Terrible. Bad. <laughs> I mean, you hear of, like, adults committing crimes like this, but just the fact that, like... I understand children commit uh, plenty of crimes like this. Oh, children have wild imagination, especially to, nowadays. But to, like... Mm, to step out of that zone where you actually decapitate somebody and remove organs, that's a lot. That's a disturbed... That's not a lot. That's too much. Yeah. Something happened or something didn't click right. No, I mean, granted he had a troubled youth, but he shouldn't go around decapitating people. Jesus. It's just a weed plant guy. For real, it's just... It wasn't even ready. <laughs> it wasn't It ready. wasn't even ready. It truly wasn't even ready. He probably stepped on a leaf that fell from one of the things, and he's like, oh, me mad. Stomp, stomp. I don't know. I'm not, you know, it's not funny. It's not funny. No, it's absolutely not, but. We gotta, we, but we got to try to make it a little bit of humor, because. <sighs> Add some kind of humor. This but... is what we do here. But just to go, I mean, just to show that, like, there's going to be quite a few 
quite a few cases that are going to be looked at over again. Um, if you're not familiar with, A&E had recently, has recently, um, has been releasing this, uh, cases called, what was it, Kids Behind Bars? I believe it is, Kids Behind Bars. Something like that. It's called Kids Behind Bars, and it's basically same kind of, um, same concept. A lot of these, uh, juvenile, um, these juveniles that did... Oh, yeah, that's right. Life for kids behind bars, life for parole. And a lot of these juveniles that were sentenced to mandatory, like, life without parole, they're getting a lot of their sentence, their sentences re-looked at. And, and from what we've seen so far, they haven't been let out. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> no, they're they pretty not. bad. Yeah, it's not, you know, a mistaken identity thing or some kind of accidental... No, absolutely not, Killing. but at the it's, same time, it's kind of like they are kids when these crimes yeah, are committed, and you, I understand. Your brain is but they, developed enough to know what murder, but death it, is. Um, you understand what murder and death is, but do they understand that they've done something wrong? Do you know what I mean? Well, that just, I don't know. I'm I don't not know. getting into it. I'm not a... I don't know. There's two sides to it. I'm not saying it's right and we need to let them out, but at the same time, they, you could you could just, evaluate them, of course. Yeah, they they just uh, they don't deserve to get a second chance, but at the same time, they just why they, not? Maybe they get a chance to be reevaluated from the from the time that it happened to the age that they're at now. Right, absolutely, because but they, doesn't necessarily mean that they, they should get a chance to. Re- throughout jail and all the time that they spend in there and no I agree that's not fair and it's definitely not fair to the victim's family and it's not fair to the victim and it's it's a sense of justice yeah but I don't know it's a it's a situation it's a great uh, topic to debate on absolutely let us know what you think yeah. What do you think of these juveniles that commit these kinds of crimes, regardless of the fact that they, uh, that you think that they get a, a resentencing? But do you think, do you think that they? Do you think a heinous crime could be looked over and re? Just because of the fact that they were young and now they've yeah. spent so much time and it could be relooked at and yeah, yeah, just. Give us a give us a little yeah. Let us know what you think. Yeah, give us something. Send us your thoughts at to murder on tap at gmail dot com and I don't know. Let me know what you think. I did you say murder dot com? Murder on tap at gmail dot com. Oh, okay. I don't know what did I say. <laughs> I I think you just said at murder on tap dot com or. <laughs> Tap into murder. I'm sorry. I mean, murder on tap at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts. Send us your. I don't know. Just send it. <laughs> send us your well wishes. <laughs> your good wishes. So, yeah, that's that's my story. That's Federico Cruz. Um, oh, I should say, I actually got this story. Well, I got the idea of the story off of another podcast that I listened to that's called Murderous Minors. Um, 
she's a good one. She talks about a lot of different murders that are mostly committed only by youth. Uh, so. Different murders about minors? Yes. Hence the name and the title, Murderous Minors. <laughs> I get it. Catchy. But check it out. Check it out. There's uh, some pretty fucking brutal ones, man. And aside from this. So, yeah, thank you for listening to my story this week. Um, sorry if I give you any kind of nightmares, people. My bad. But, yeah. Tell us, Jose, what is the good deed of the week? Well, Let's lighten up this. Yeah, this mood I, a little bit. I hope it does some help because I don't know if anything's going to top getting your head cut off and your spine trimmed out and your heart pulled out of your chest and getting stabbed 17 times while making a video about how your new friend that's just ahead is. But in this news, uh, I'm going to try to liven you up. It's um, The headline reads, a community steps in to help McDonald's employee after photo goes viral. McDee's. Ooh. Chicken McNuggets. Uh, in Fayette County, Georgia, someone tried to shame a McDonald's employee on social media for sleeping on the job. But instead, his entire community came together to help. Oh. Oh. But why was he sleeping on the job? Let me get to it. <laughs> the employee, 21-year-old Simon Childs, is homeless and was sleeping between shifts. Oh. You just make me want to cry every week. Hey, you make me leave, I make you cry. <laughs> um, it's fair. It's fair. A woman posted the photo of him sleeping, saying it was another reason for her to leave her town in Georgia. What a burnout. How rude. Yeah, what a burnout. You don't even know his story, and you're sitting here posting his shit? Like, come on. I don't understand that, but go on. Childs is the father of a newborn son, and his mother just passed away. Wait a minute. The 21-year-old had a kid, and the mom passed away? Well, he was. A, yeah, he had a newborn son, and his mother just passed away. It oh doesn't. My it doesn't goodness. say how old the son was, and doesn't say how long ago the mom passed away. But Did it say how the mom passed away? No, okay. it, they kept it pretty short. Right. It was just a little, okay. they didn't want to bring you down with all the other stuff. Sorry, that's know. just my true crime brain. <laughs> but oh, what happened goodness. to the mom? <laughs> I'm leaving. Go on. Please don't. Go on. Um, when the story behind the photo started spreading, the community came together to help. He was shocked, shocked when he came back to work and saw piles of donated diapers for his son. Supplies and clothes for himself. Someone even let, if someone even let them borrow their car for job interviews. You tugging at my heartstrings. He, he kind of already had a job they at just McDonald's. Give my car to somebody. I know, but that's cool. So this, they want him to better. Hey, which is great, but well, maybe this was the closest place he could go to and stuff. But who maybe. knows? But hey, this just hey, shows you people. Job. People are good. Some people are good. People are there great. could be one person that could be like, "Hey, look at this! I'm leaving town." That's the asshole. What? What is that about? There's a homeless person here. I'm leaving town. 
this guy's trying to work two shifts to help you out trying while you order your fucking fries. Baby, exactly. And your fucking large soda that you're just going to go back three times in a day to fucking refill it because you don't want to pay the extra dollar twenty-five. Literally, like, it's a dollar, isn't it? Isn't that, like, It's like, and then I'm going to leave town. Get the fuck out of here. So ungrateful. I hope they put a hole in the bottom of your cup next time. So it could refill and it just drains out at the same time. At the bottom of the sea? Oh my goodness. I'm just kidding. And I hope that they don't have liter colas where you get them from. <laughs> Only larges. Liter of cola. If anybody knows what I'm what I'm talking about, let us know. Let us know. I know you guys are out there. Liter of cola. Well, it was a good deed by a whole community. It truly was, and goes to show you that you should never judge, and you should never sit there and bully people like this. That's terrible. Like, Serio. Don't, don't, forever one second, look at somebody and, I don't know. And believe that this can't happen to you. Exactly. Because in the snap of a finger, something could happen. Put yourself in their situation. Put yourself in their situation, and... Just think before you do certain shit and before you post certain shit or you say certain shit. Because that's not fucking cool, man. And this is not a person that was trying to, like, you know... And this is just one person. Imagine all the people that go through this yeah, but on it's a not, daily th- basis. This is not a person that was trying to, like, scrounge off a of life. He was actually trying to work two yeah. shifts, taking a nap for however long just to go on to the next shift. And then you go out there and you go, oh, look at this. I'm leaving. Look at yeah. this. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> Just don't judge people. You don't know their story. You don't know what they've been through. Never. How about instead of sitting there and videotaping that shit, you go and you help them? Why don't and you ask the person, hey, how's it going? How you doing? Talk to them. Say something. A little word, a little hello could help It can people. go a long way. Big yeah. time. You don't know what that hello can do to, for anybody, just in any instant. You know what? Go give somebody a high five today. Somebody you don't know. And be nice to the people that make your fast food orders. Oh, yeah, especially people that make your food. And you're going to get that hole in that cup. <laughs> yup. You know what's going to happen with that hole in that cup. <laughs> I'm kind of curious now. What a hole in the cup. No, I mean like like a soda cup or something. <laughs> but why would it have a hole in it? Be able to make sure what that extra sausage really is. <laughs> Ew. This is why I don't eat fast food. <laughs> yeah, we got some extra crunch in your burger. <laughs> some extra sauce in your burger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Surprise. Terrible. Just it's kidding. No. Sauce. No, just be nice. Be, be nice, nice to, to people. Everybody, not to people, to everybody. Yes, to everything. everybody. And if you don't have anything nice to say, then just don't say it at all. Don't say it at all. Just do yourself a favor and do them a favor. Don't just don't open your mouth. Yeah, you know, just go up to a random object and be like, "Thank you." Hey, Wi-Fi box, I appreciate you. <laughs> you send a signal out that helps me. If you don't go outside of your house and you don't with socialize, the then just say thank you to all the electronics within your home. <laughs> go hug your dog. Yes, absolutely. If he's very hairy, shave him and then hug him. Give him hugs and kisses. Yeah. Go up to your chair and be like, hey, you're very comfortable. 
and I appreciate you. Go up to your pillow and give it a hug and say, I'll see you tonight. Appreciate everything around you because life is short. And that's all people are trying to do is just to live and enjoy their lives. And we're getting by day by day. Go that's grab it. a spoon and say thank you. You're always inside of my mouth. No, we got it, Jose. Thank and you. I appreciate you. We got it. Say thank you to all the individual <laughs> items within your household. Okay, we get it. Thank you. But anyway, thank you for joining us this week. Um, that was our beer of the week, our true crime of the week. Join was, us again next week. It was gruesome. Definitely we will have our episode out a little bit sooner. Sorry for the delay this week, but... We're busy people. Come on. Absolutely. Oh, and if you guys haven't noticed or if you haven't caught up by now... We are on Spotify. We're officially on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, we're on Apple iTunes and we're on SoundCloud. What? Yeah. The SoundCloud ones are uploading a little bit slower, but they will be up there fully soon. Yes. Yeah, so rate, subscribe, review. Just get the word out there. Let your friends know. Hey, and if you want to, you want to post us in your Instagram to let people know. Hey, we're okay with that. Yeah, totally. Give us a shout out on your Instagram. And give us a follow. Instagram, Murder on Tap on Instagram. And our Gmail is murderontap at gmail.com. If you're lonely, if you're bored, if you want to tell us a story, I don't care. Send us an email, whatever it is. Send it to us. We're here. We're listening. We're here, dude. And that's it. Thank you, Tappers. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. Holla, holla, holla. Enjoy your night. Cheers.